The Bible, a queer reading with Jennifer Suzanne Leith. A reading of Christian scripture from Genesis to Revelation. Genesis 6. When people began to multiply on the face of the ground and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that they were fair and they took wives for themselves of all that they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in mortals forever, for they are flesh. Their days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went in to the daughters of humans who bore children to them. These were the heroes that were of old, warriors of renown. The Lord saw that the wickedness of humans was great in the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made humans on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out from the earth the humans I have created, people together with animals and creeping things, and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the sight of the Lord. These are the descendants of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God, and Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw that the earth was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its ways upon the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Now I am going to destroy them along with the earth. Make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits, its width, 50 cubits, and its height, 30 cubits. Make a roof for the ark and finish it to a cubit above and put the door of the ark in its side. Make it with lower, second, and third decks. For my part, I am going to bring a flood of waters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds according to their kinds, and of the animals according to their kinds, of every creeping thing of the ground according to its kind, two of every kind shall come in to you to keep them alive. Also, take with you every kind of food that is eaten and store it up, and it shall serve as food for you and for them. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Genesis 6. What are we watching for? Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Genesis 6, 22. 
The sixth chapter of Genesis presses our sanctified imaginations into the angelic realm. There we meet the sons of God in verse 2, the watchers, whose stories are expounded upon in the pseudepigraphal literature texts of First Enoch and Jubilees. These angelic beings have sexual relations with the daughters of human beings. Michael Carden notes themes with respect to sexuality already evident. Genesis 1 and 2 present egalitarian and androgynous possibilities for sexuality. Genesis 3 shifts human sexuality toward a utilitarian and hierarchical path oriented toward procreation. And Genesis 6 explores the outcome of sexual relations between heavenly hosts and human women. This union does not turn out well. Watchers and women produce Nephilim. The Nephilim are the heroes of old and warriors of renown. The giants and who in death became evil spirits, according to Cardin. Uh, the Watchers corrupt humanity through these relationships with women and through the instruction they offer humans on magic and warfare. Notwithstanding this circumstance that leads God to repent of the creation of humanity, Noah finds favor in the sight of the Lord in verse 8. Noah had found favor even before God lets Noah know what fate is coming for humanity with the flood. After a long description of how to build the ark and who to invite into it for safety from the devastating flood to come, the record notes that Noah did what God commanded him to do. What's the good news? The good news is this. First, the watchers remind us that we should be mindful to watch for what God wants us to watch for. It is easy to get distracted and watch for things that are not of God. Watching for human women, these angelic beings slipped into an abuse of power and position that not only corrupted them, but also corrupted the communities of which they were a part. Even watching for the thematic shifts of sexual praxis from one chapter in the Bible to the next could finally be a distraction, if that is not why God has made us watchers. Second, we watch for the favor of God. We watch where the favor of God falls, and we celebrate it. This is not some simplistic or capitalistic favor. This is not about money, resources, privilege. This favor is uh, rather about the gift, in this case, of prophecy and prophetic vision. We must seek the Noahs in our midst, the ones to whom God has given prophetic vision, even when they foretell our demise. When we find these Noahs, we must truly and earnestly repent and pray for God's mercies. Finally, we must watch for God's assignments and God's words made manifest. We not only watch for where God points our attention, but we watch knowing that God has roles for us to play and a plot to play out that matches every word of God's screenplay. What are we watching for? With Zora Neale Hurston's characters, our eyes are watching God. For what to perceive, for a celebration of those favored, and for our roles in God's play.